Hey, welcome everybody. It is Wednesday, May 24th, on the eve of Star Wars Day. Star Wars Eve. Star Wars Eve. Star Wars Eve. It's like Christmas Eve, only with tauntauns. Who knew? Who knew? Was it 40? How many years ago is it now? Uh, 77. So, damn. More than I want to count. Yeah, 46. God, yeah, it's making me feel old. Yeah, that would be about right because I was 10. So, yeah, 46 years. So, yeah, so we are doing a kind of a overall Star Wars celebration, retrospective discussion. It's just all about Star Wars franchise in general, not not any particular movie or TV show, nope. but just the whole thing. So, we got, hey, Chris is already on, and Martin and Jeff, thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, guys. See ya. So, but before we get into that, do you have some news for us? I have news. I've got just a little bit of news and a little tiny bit of Star Wars news. I'll do the Star Wars news last. Where's the beginning of the news? Ah, uh, I'm gonna drop a link in the in the in the chat. Um, there's been a there's the uh, yeah okay. Let's start over again. I'm going to drop a link in the chat. We have another Star Trek Strange New Worlds trailer. This one shows a whole bunch more Boimler and Mariner. And I am like so excited for them. I'm like on the whole Boimler Mariner train right now. Choo choo. Add that third choo choo. And we get to hear them talk this time in the trailer. Um, a lot of it looks really cool. I'm looking forward to it. But there was one scene in this trailer that made me scream, just literally scream like now at my screen. Should I say what it is? Because it's it's a, it's in the trailer, so I guess if I don't know if I've seen the most current trailer, but it, I let know. me let me drop the, the I link. Suppose you can, I suppose you could just like plug your ears. And... Okay. Yeah, guys, if you don't, it's in the it, this is, this happens in the trailer, which is already a bunch of spoilers. So if you don't if you don't want to hear this particular spoiler, don't watch the trailer. Um, but in this trailer, Spock and Nurse Chapel kiss, and you know. No. No. Yeah. Well, they're they're keep in mind, here's a couple things you have to kind of keep in mind. This is not prime timeline. It's remember, it's discovery timeline. It's not. And, Are we sure? Well, discovery, pretty much everybody has agreed. I think even CVS finally conceded that discovery is not the prime universe. Did they really? Okay, I missed that part. Well, right. I mean, even like Yokuda said when it first came out, there's no way it's prime universe. Because it's like there's too many things that are different. Because Spock has so, a sister. So they can pretty much, if they concede that point, then they can, they just can take do whatever they want. Because then it doesn't matter if it's canon or not. Because so now we've got a, a one timeline so where Spock gets with Uhura, and one timeline where Spock gets with Chapel, and then my preferred timeline where Spock don't get nobody. Sorry, Spock. Well, Chapel and Chapel and and Spock. Well, she had a thing. For she him. had a little unrequited thing. But I mean, they. He kind of did. I think he did too. I think, or at least he he just he just didn't he he because of his emotional stuff, you know. But I think there was some cracks in his armor where he kind of. I like my. Armor. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't return your love. I don't like my armor like stormtroopers with his big black gaps in between the parts. <laughs> I like my armor tight. All right, moving on. Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Ming Na Wen. Speaking of a Star Wars star, she just got her star on the Hollywood Boulevard Walk of Fame. Good for you, Ming. Now, most of us saw her first in the Joy Luck Club. 
She moved on to Street Flight Flighter, Street Flighter, Street Fighter, Mulan, and Scods of TV. Uh, she actually started Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and like As the World Turns. But then she went on and did ER, Stargate Universe, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and we know her most recently as Fennec Shan from Mandalorian, Bad Batch, and Book of Boba. The Witcher Season 3, the last season where Henry Cavill is coming. It's coming in two parts. The five-episode Volume 1 arrives net on Netflix June 29, and the three-episode Volume 2 comes on July 27. Um... Why there's only eight episodes, I don't know, but okay. Fans are still not on board with Cavill stepping away and being replaced by Liam Hemsworth. Rumors continue to swirl over why this really happened, but as with many things, we will probably never know. What do you guys think? Will this affect your enjoyment of season three? And will you continue to watch going forward into season four? Well, I'll probably watch it because although I believe, I, I do agree that Cavill was perfect. Love Cavill. For the for the role, um, but I'm not like married to him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we'll see. Like, if it sucks, it sucks. You know, if it sucks. It sucks. If it jumps the shark, it jumps the shark. Like, moving on. I mean, you know, they've. It's not like the franchises have replaced main characters before either due to oh, yes, yes or they whatever. Have. Sure. I mean, the the most famous one was was Dumbledore in the first couple. Yes. Of years. Well, he died. So I mean, he yeah. died. Right. Because but, I mean, when they switched to. Um, uh, uh Gambon there, Michael Gambon. Most people didn't even hardly notice. <laughs> you know, actually, a lot of people didn't notice. That's true. I didn't think about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, both actors I mean, were great. Both actors were great. I think Liam can pull it off. Liam Hemsworth, so, he can pull yeah, it I mean, off. If he's anything like his brother who pulls Thor off really well, right. I think he'll be fine. And he'll slot in the makeup and the attitude. Yeah. I think I think Cavill. If you play the video games, which is what well, they're based on the books, and then there's Cavill's the biggest nerd on earth. That's why we love him. I mean, he 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 definitely they copied. I mean, like the character in the video game is Cavill. Yes, you know, very that much. came that came before the the TV show, so it wasn't like oh very much yes. And it was like so he was really a perfect. Yeah, Perfect he was. He absolutely was. But so, well, we'll see. Maybe with right. the right attitude and he'll get the gravelly voice thing down and we'll uh, it'll work. Well, let's get through. Hemsworth, you got to remember, and even, even Chris was pretty diverse because remember, he was Kirk's father. Yes. Yes. People movie. forget that, that Chris and Hemsworth. Like he didn't, was... and, then, and then now he's Thor and he doesn't look anything like he did in either yeah. film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I saw so, him recently in Spiderhead. He, he's quite good in that, too. Yeah. But I also well, just, I mean, he looks more like I also Thor, just yeah. saw Chris Pine. Speaking of the Chris's, Chris yeah. Pine in uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and that was pretty cute too. But all right, all right yeah, I wanna, I'm going to watch. That's on my list of. It's of, adorable. Of all right, Dead, it has some really good game, like actual gameplay callbacks. So those of you who have ever played Dungeons and Dragons, this thing yeah. is you'll have nostalgia moments. Uh, Deadpool three it, it tweeted on either Monday or yesterday. I think it was Monday that they had started filming. And I was kind of interested in that because I don't know, like, how is the writer's strike or the SGA, the Screen Actors Guild, a screen, whatever, support of the writers, um, how is that affecting them? Are you going to film anyway? Because most of the actors are like, yeah, we quit too, unless you get, you know, support our writers. So I don't, I don't know. Did Has anybody heard any latest news? Did Deadpool stop filming? I think they, I they started and they're going for it. All right. Two, uh, two pieces of Star Wars-esque news. One uh, is sad. Ray Stevenson has passed. Uh, 
you, I saw him first in Cirque du Freak. He also played in the Thor, all those Thor films, as Volstagg, one of the Warriors Three. He was in RRR, a movie that we keep talk, keep mentioning here on the show. Um, on TV, he was in Walking Dead, Black Sails as uh, Edward Teach. He was in Dexter. And he was in Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars as Gar Saxon. He was in Vikings and we, Das Boot. And we will see him coming up now in Star Wars, Ahsoka as Balon Skull. He Not much to know about this young. character. He was only like 55, he was right? 55 or 56. Yeah. He's one of these actors that you don't know you know him until you start looking at something. Right. Like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. Yeah, he's like that guy. Yeah. That was that was who Brian Cranston was before he did Breaking Bad. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> There's actually a TV, um, a, a one-off or something that that guy, that actor guy, like, and it's all the actors. It interviews yeah. actors you that see like them are, all the time. You don't know who they are. Yeah, you see them all the time, but you can't think of their names. Yeah, character actors um, usually your peak. And finally tonight, uh, I think because of the of the Writers Guild going on strike, um, Star Wars has slightly changed some of their release dates. Although, as I'm actually looking down this list, I'm not seeing any massive. Anything that's too radically changed from what we knew before. Ahsoka's coming in August. That's still the same. Skeleton Crew is coming late 2023, I expect, after Ahsoka. That's still the same. Andor's been pushed to August 2024. I don't think that's much of a change. Probably because they're still in the process of filming. They so, may still be in the process of filming, yeah. but um, I talked about this when I reported on the writer's strike last week. A lot of a lot of the showrunners also wrote. And so they're like, you you can't because what happens is a lot of times on set a word will get changed or a line will get changed. Yeah, you have to remember though, even even the ones that writing. aren't part. Yeah, but even ones that aren't part of the writers guild are they're all supporting these guys. Yeah, they're all. Supporting I haven't these seen guys. any of the actors, directors. They're all which they should. They're all supporting these guys because yes. they were really getting screwed, in my opinion. They were, and it is sometimes and, hard to write to write to film without your writers. Yeah, you gotta have because there's always you edits. check in on stuff. There's always edits support. and rewrites and stuff. It's edits constant. and rewrites. Yeah, it's always a flow. So. That's yeah, a lot of stuff, and all the all the late night stuff is still shut down. Yes, you know, and I miss uh, it. You know, you know all that stuff. I know. I'm like, I, I really miss it. Miss I my, use uh, their opening monologues when I work stuff. out. I need those. Yeah, so <laughs> it's really. Uh, I can't believe they haven't settled it yet. That they're really, they're it's really. Been going on for, we're on our third week, I think now. Yeah, I think I think in this case the the studios are going to be the ones that pay the the ultimate price. So. We'll see. Bad Batch is 2024. Mando is TBD. The Ray spinoff movie is TBD. And there are no plans right now for Kenobi season two, which is too bad because Kenobi was. I don't know if they were ever planning to. I thought that was always going to be a, a mini series. I don't know. I have no idea. I I was I under the impression like, that that was it. It was only ever going to be that one off. They weren't going to keep making more. I feel like with most things, they're like, let's see how it does. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, and and, you know, it was met very with mixed. I mean, I liked it. A lot of people did like it, but there's always the hate. People like, oh no, that didn't happen. That couldn't have happened. Blah, 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 all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, I thought it was done really well. I liked it. So if they made another I'll season, I would you. watch it. I would too. I would too. That's the news. Do we have a beverage? We do for have a beverage. Star Wars celebration. Oh, Tatooine sunset. This one's kind of complicated. Right. There's a lot of little instructions on the right side because look it's a layered it. drink. Oh, but it's on the it's on the Facebook page, so you can look at it closer. You can also Google this and find it a, a better. I don't invent these drinks, guys. In case you haven't figured that out, I just <laughs> plagiarize them from other people. So I probably should give credit for where I get these things from. Um, but it's pretty pretty basic tequila 
blue Caracco. Oh, I almost said Caraco. It's not Curacao. Yes. Pomegranate juice, grenadine, orange juice, and lemon juice. You could probably make this. You could probably just eliminate the um, the blue Curacao and the tequila and make it make it uh, non-alcoholic if you wanted to. Um, just replace the blue with some blue anything. Just blue food coloring. Blue anything. Yeah, Although blue raspberry. I believe it has to be a certain density or viscosity in order um, to layer. Yes and no, it's usually with alcohol. They are generally, I mean, the the pomegranate juices and the and the grenadine, because grenadine's kind of a syrup, would would be heavier, so that would kind of float. But I mean, usually when they do these layer drinks, you use you use what's called a, a bar spoon. Oh yeah. It over, so you kind of glare. It's it's a skill. Um, so you know if it comes out and it ends up being brown, don't feel bad. Yeah. Chris LaRoche <laughs> says you just drink them. So just drink them. Just drink them. That's it. Fez is here. I see Paula is here. Hello, everyone. Yeah, thanks, everybody, here. for joining. Yeah, so I'm going to try now. I'm going to try to share this. I don't know if it's going to work because I haven't pre-shot tried it. So uh, if I is this going to work? Let me see. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, here we go. Yes. Do you hear that? This or are we going to have trademark issues? I don't care. We won't play the whole thing. We get 15 seconds. Okay. Print the volume a little bit. This is how we should do. Um... This is at the point when you're in the movie theater and you're like. <gasps> yeah. I was little. I couldn't read yet when this came out. But I mean, every time I see it, yeah! it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, gives me goosebumps. <laughs> Jeffrey will. Hey, I've seen this one. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I probably shouldn't play all of it because I'll, I'll get a ding from. Uh, yeah, we'll get. Yeah, I'll Lucas get, will get, get mad at us. <laughs> I'll get ding from. Uh, from yeah, so I can. I think I get 15 seconds, and that's it. So that's oh, all. I wanted to play that opening. I love that because the, the 20th century Fox, of course, the the open and then and then that blew a long time ago, you know, galaxy far, far away. Yes. And as a kid, I mean I saw this movie so many times in the theater and every I got goosebumps now. Yeah. <laughs> you get this goosebump. And it was just it was just yeah, it was just mind blowing. Um and you know that role was again added kind of at the 11th hour to to kind of explain some stuff so that uh, the original cut didn't have that uh in there you know they they added that to kind of hey you need this this yes and you know what i need to recommend you guys if you get the chance go on youtube and watch star wars was saved in the edit how it was how star wars was saved in the edit i can't remember it's um, kind of like, mentioned yeah, this like before, it's a good and 45 minutes long yeah it is amazing how bad this movie was on the original cut I mean, the editor, who's Marshall Lucas, his right, wife, his wife. Yep. manufactured the tension and the drama at the end of the movie when the Death Star is coming in range of the planet. Yeah. She manufactured well, all not of only it. that, but the way that, that he had the, even the earlier scenes on Tatooine. It was like the way the way they jump back and forth between Tatooine and then back to the you know her being interrogated and that kind of thing. 
that was all added by her to again to kind of keep this tension going and, and yes. the story and to tell you know that these things are happening simultaneously. Yes, so we're not yes. going to see all the things that happen on Tatooine. Then originally it was like Tatooine, then then the Death Star stuff. You know that it was like yeah, it was the bounce back. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Star Wars saved in the edit. Go on YouTube. And yeah, watch it, guys. Absolutely, uh, I can probably find but it. Really yes, good. and Crystal Roche says you cannot beat John Williams. No, you cannot. This music, instantly iconic, absolutely fabulous. Where were you all? Do you remember? Martin says he was 16 when Star Wars. Do you guys all remember where you were? May 25, 1977. Guys, I wasn't. I was still five. I wasn't going to even turn six until September. So, but I saw this thing. My 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 um. My dad took my brother and I. My brother at that time was three. He dozed off. But I came out of this thing with very clear memories. I'll, I'll admit, my, life my first, my first, I think probably you guys, you're going to hear a lot of re old stories that we <laughs> regurgitate. But I mean, I remember, I think it was like either in a TV guide or parade magazine or something like that. I was flipping around and I saw it was an article about Star Wars, about this movie that was coming out. But um, and and the, I remember distinctly seeing the picture of Leah bending over, putting the, the putting into data R2. card into R2, that famous scene. And I didn't know what, like, Star Wars. I was trying to find, it must have been a TV guide. I was going through trying to read, and I'm like, well, I thought it was something that had already been made. It's the first time I heard about it. It was like, so it must have been 76, maybe 75. Um, Late oh, I was looking and I'm like, oh, and then I kind of realized, oh, this this hasn't even come out yet. Like it's not doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So, and then I forgot about it. And um, and then, of course, it was released and all everybody that saw it's like, you got to see this. You got to see this. You got to see this. And I think I was about 10 years old at the time. And uh, I think finally the group, a group of kids in the neighborhood, somebody's parent was going to take us all to go see this film. And and I was a little apprehensive because I had heard about the guy's arm getting cut off. And believe it or not, even as a 10 year old, that was kind of a scary thing that I didn't want to see guys arm get cut off. But everybody's like, no, no, you're fine. It's fine. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. So I was like, okay. And uh, I guess I was a nervous child. Can I tell you? And then, yeah. And then of course, as they're leaving the theater, they're all like, shut up because I couldn't stop talking. <laughs> that was all of us. Um, Fez wasn't born yet. That's okay. Fez. We, you can still love it anyway. Martin saw it in a small theater. Kent says he was 10 and his parents got him the book first. Jeff was 15. Did anybody? Oh, See, Chris now, I would not want to have read the book theater. first. I think the book would have ruined it. Oh, really? I think if I had read the book first, it would have ruined it. Oh, well, not ruined Kent, it. But it ruin definitely it? would have took something away because I think for me, I think the impact of seeing it for the first time cold yeah. is what you know, and like I yeah. said, I think part of it wasn't it's just the story. Yeah. Part of it was we never saw effects the like space that. Space battle, the trench ever. run. Nothing even close to that. Oh, yeah, everything, everything in prior, like even in world in war, in war movies and stuff, was always like stock footage. That and for nineteen seventy seven, Leia was a little bit groundbreaking because she was like, "Get this walking carpet out of my way!" Right, because she, like, she was only like she was only supposed to be like 16, 18 years old. Yeah, and she wasn't a typical damsel. She wasn't no. what I had seen from women prior. Right. Like, she was oh, a very strong female character, oh, which again yeah, was unusual for nineteen seventies you yeah. know films. Um, and that was one of the funniest things was the humor in this film. It wasn't just that the humor in it, you know. Yeah, because yes. we get this walking carpet at you know great rescue when you 
when you got, came in here, you didn't have any plan to get yeah. out. He's the brain, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? Oh, that was a boring conversation anyway. Ken said uh, reading it made him want to see it very, very badly. So, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I guess I could see that. I mean, yeah, I think it would. I don't disagree with I don't doubt that it did. Um, I'm just saying I think impact-wise, knowing the story ahead of time um, might have taken away from the film. This is one of those instances where I think the film probably definitely is better than the book. Bugs in my in my yeah, yeah absolutely it was. I, I was eliminate. Um, yeah. So this yeah, this was for the time. Like I don't know if there had been anything like this before. It was funny. It was like high high tension, especially at the end. There was like you know some really good like action scenes. It it was just it's like the perfect. It really is lightning in a bottle. It it was like the most perfect movie. Yeah. I don't know, man. Speaking of the arm cutting off scene, there's actually some deleted footage around that scene. There was a sh there were shots of Han, like there was more shots of all the denizens of Moss Eisley Cantina, like just hanging out, being their alien selves. And there were shots of Han macking on this girl, like some alien girl, and he's kissing her, and the guy's arm gets shot off, and he just kind of like boredly kind of looks over and he's like yeah whatever he just goes back to kissing the girl they kind of made, cut yeah. out right i mean i don't know if that would have added but i mean they kind of implied through the whole thing that this kind of happens all the time in the book yeah that he was a bit of like a it guy. happens and there's like a bit of a ruckus and then it's like oh, okay whatever just, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to whatever. Back, Back to the to music. Whatever. Right. And I'll just turn around. Again, all, and you know, you're right. Uh, John, the John Williams, of course, score makes this film even better. Um, I don't think we've had a more, probably, it has to be the most well known movie score of all time. Absolutely. I can't think I of mean, anything that. There are certainly that. ones that come close, uh, Magnificent Seven kind of things. Um, most people would reckon at least they know they know they've heard it before. But Star yeah. Wars, I think everybody knows when they hear that, and and it's not just the main theme, the Imperial March. You know, it's just name it. It's, and it's like Vader's the, the, Imperial the canteen, March. The canteen music. Yeah. Canteen yeah. music. You know the. So they all, it's become so iconic, um, and I know we throw that word around a lot, but in this this movie doesn't get any more. Oh, no, it has become a permanent it has fixated fixed itself as a permanent part of our pop culture lexicon yeah. or as a per, permanent part of our lexicon yeah. period you know me, it's part of our you know it's one of the positive points in time that we always remember it's that where were you when you saw yeah. the film, Where, when you, you know, a lot of our, unfortunately, a lot of our, our, our points in time, our fixture points in time are negatives. Kennedy assassination, 9-11, Columbia exploding. Sure. All these are negatives, but Star Wars was one of the few life altering. And it did for me, it certainly yeah. did as a child, life altering, attitude altering, everything point of, you could, you know, if you could say, you know, they talk about timelines, that's where everything shifted. When this film was released, um, yes. there's just no question about it. And I don't, you know, you always see people. I love people that are proud. I've never seen it. I've never seen any of there it. Well, that you're, that you're diminished. Yes. Quiet. I'm sorry. <laughs> there <laughs> are a few. A lot of saying, don't, don't be proud of that. The younger it's, generation haven't well, seen Well, you know, it. it's true. And again, I'm sure it's like there are younger generations that like the prequels better everywhere. than the 
you know, there, there's always that whatever you were exposed to first is what you what, what you, you love like, best. So I was exposed love best. to this first. And to me, you know, and we've argued that you know, Empire's Empire is a better film overall, but I still love the original still the best to me because it's the original. I do too. Jeff Rubel is asking, how many times did you see it, everyone? He said 25. Over the years Oh, now, I got that beat by like 100. Like I said, I was little. I was little when it came out, so I wasn't watching it then. But since then? I have saw it, and I, I, you guys know I've told you this before, 75 times in the theater. I don't know. <laughs> that, you hit you like the quarter movies or the dollar movies or something? Yeah, it was a 99 cent one summer. We went like every single day. For, yeah, you guys, I told you this before, and somebody, one of the neighborhood moms would just drive us over there. Drop us off, come every back. Day, every hours day later. that summer, uh, 75 days in a row. Maybe you saw it twice. Well, it wasn't quite 75 in a row, but I'd seen it prior to that and after that. But those that was the bulk of it was that one summer. So it was like 60, probably 50 to 60 times in that summer we saw that film. Yes. And never, ever got tired of it. No, you don't. You know, to we just didn't. Just, to this just, day. Again, again, and the difference was, and you guys that are older know, we didn't have VHS tapes. We didn't have, well, we did into the 80s later, but we didn't have DVDs. We didn't have streaming service, obviously. So when a movie was in the theater, it was in the theater. You saw it in the theater yes. or you didn't see it. You didn't see it at all. And then like, it, so it was like a decade when it finally left the theater and you couldn't even get it at the dollar place. Before you could watch it, you had a home video version of it. I don't know when you, the first home video release yeah. was, was on VHS. But you know, you so you couldn't watch it all the time like you you would now. Just stay on target. Sue uh, Fez yeah. says Empire, and Fez was that the first one you saw? We're putting Rizzo's. The first one you see is the one you like best theory to the test. Yes, Chris. From the business standpoint, the movie gave sci-fi. It's yeah, sci-fi took off after that. Everyone wanted their own Star Wars, so they started cranking out a bunch of right. Stuff. What's where we got Battlestar? Was yeah. directly from Star Wars. And it Rogers, it. It Rogers was a direct reason you know again that was nbc's answer movies in the theaters were far far longer than they are were they longer back then um it's about what is about a two hour no i wouldn't say they were still, they're longer now when you Some got longer almost, now. yeah like three Avengers hours for a marvel those, movie yeah the marvel movies run three hours you know i mean so there were some movies that were very long um back then but they were like considered like ben hur you know and stuff that were like these Epics. Star Wars uh, all the way for me. You know, uh, uh, what was the one with um, uh, Cleopatra? You know, those those were like. Terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. But they were like they used to give, they also Back used in the to day, give you intermission. Like and her. And her, yeah. So like they used to give you intermission though too. They give you ten minutes to go. Yeah, and they. Movie. You know what? You're right. Movies had intermissions. Yeah. Martin's even even two thousand one, a space odyssey has an intermission. Has an intermission. Martin's reminding us that Star Trek, the motion picture, was made because. Yes, absolutely. It was supposed to be, as absolutely. we know, new voyages, you know, phase two new voyages. And, and, um, they, they quickly revamped the pilot into what we now know as Star Trek, the motion pictures. That's yeah, we all know that that was whether, whether that was a good idea is another argument. Should they have yeah. made the TV show and kept it as we always argue, Star Trek is better on the small screen than it is on the large screen. I agree. The stories I agree. that they try to tell. They make better stories um, on TV than they do on movies. That's true. Yeah, it's just because Star Star Trek was never was always more about the 
the, the story as far as what they were trying to tell, what they're trying to say, as opposed to Star Wars, which is just blow crap up. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good against, you know, Star Wars is pretty, there's not a lot of, now granted the newer shows have, have gotten expanded, but I mean, the original storyline, Star Wars, good, evil, that's it. Good, evil. That's true. You guys have seen that cartoon. It's out recently. It's just a cute little short um, that it shows Jean-Luc Picard and the Enterprise meeting Vader on the Death Star. And Picard's going, Star Wars is philosophy for children, <laughs> which is kind of a funny way of saying it. But it was it, it was good and evil. It was a very simplified story. Why are you, you saying it like Catherine Hepburn, though? No, because that's the way the character says it in the cartoon. <laughs> Somebody find that cartoon, put the link in the chat. Star yeah. Wars is philosophy. I would like to hear you guys start typing. I want to hear your favorite moments, perfectly out of the original trilogy, but out of any of it. I want to hear your favorite moments. And while you're typing, I want to just say a couple other deleted scenes because there are some cool deleted scenes. We talked about Hans macking on some chick. Um there was a whole bunch more of Han fighting the Imperials in the shield generator in Jedi. But, oh, out of the original movie, there was a whole bunch more Luke and Big stuff. And you can still find that footage. It's on YouTube now. It's around. Um, I some Half of me is like it should have stayed in, and the other half of me is like, eh, whatever. Well, again, they were trying to hit that, you know, again, remember, it's very important in, in with movies that they have, they, they don't go over a certain timeline. A time running time because of the way they have to get so many yes, in per day. Yeah. Yes. So then they have to have time to clean, you know, to, to yeah. change the theater over. So, so that is a very big thing with studios, especially that they have to hit. So they always have to cut stuff. And you and, remember in because you watched the offer, and I just watched the, the offer, offer. Yeah, and that's that was the a good Godfather, point. With, with the it was a choice. They discussed it, and they discussed yes. that very thing. The they very were like, "Point was a big deal because this. it was supposed yeah. to be. It was you know we know the Godfather's three hours." And Francis Ford Coppola was like, nope, I'm not doing it. It's and the theaters are like, yeah, they're going to freak because they're losing money because they yeah. can only get so many showings a day yeah. with a three-hour movie as opposed to a two-hour movie. So which takes total business sense. I get that. You know, that makes, a, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's that balance of of uh, of creative, you know, yes, the versus business. Creative the creative versus storytelling business. and the business side. It's a show and the business of forever in conflict. Um, the base on Hoth was supposed to be invaded by Wampas. That's coming out of uh Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff they cut out of out of uh Empire. Empire got cut a lot of stuff. At the beginning of Jedi, um had a scene where Vader's in his Easter egg thing that closes, but he's kind of force reaching out to Luke kind of the way Ray and Kylo were sort of doing. He's kind of forced reaching out to Luke and telling him to come to the dark side. And Luke's sitting there tinkering with his green lightsaber, working on his green lightsaber. And his the way they've got Mark Hamill, he has a hood over him and his face is completely in shadows. And he looks a lot like the Emperor. And it, it's a cool scene. And if they had kept it in, it would have really lended to that. We don't know what he's thinking. Is he going to turn Sith or is he going to stay good? What's going to happen? I actually think that was a cool addition to the film. And I don't know why that was cut. Well, they did kind of, they kind of alluded, first of all, they were, they were driving in that direction when, when they got to, to uh, Jedi, because when we first see Luke, he comes out and he's in the black Remember, He's in the cloak and he's dressed yes. all black yes. and he does have the hood. And he does the whole reveal in Jabba's palace, um, you know, so and he's already got 
the robotic hand. Yeah, he's already got the hand. So he's yeah. already heading, you know, so they're saying that that he's susceptible. He's heading down. He was starting to go down that path. Yeah, and seeing him um, darkened like that would have made the audience think, oh, he's going to turn. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it should have stayed in. You know, there's and in the novels they they fleshed a lot of that out where he did he did come close or was uh you know did oh was, did they do more of it in the novels? Yeah, they no, did in the novels. And we know novels are not canon, with the exception of now, like I said, they, they're they're bringing Thrawn is now is now Thrawn is canon because he was in. Um, We've seen Rebels. him already. He's in Rebels. He's already been in Rebels. So Thrawn, Thrawn, okay, you guys that don't know by now, he is a Grand Admiral. He is an alien Grand Admiral, which is very unusual. And he is from the original Heir to the Empire series of books by Timothy Zahn. So, and now he's written three more that are just about Thrawn. Um, and then the, clearly they're bringing him into the Ahsoka show, which we've yes. already seen clips. So very excited about that. He's a really good character and I'm glad that they made him canon. Um, yeah, I, so I think, I think, you're gonna, I think everybody's really going to like Thrawn because um, he's kind of that bad guy that you, you love to hate kind of thing because he's a bad guy but he's just a good he's a good, good character bad guy. he's a good character so. uh, one last deleted scene that i'm going to read you guys his favorite scenes uh there was a really cool shot and you can still find this on youtube after they rescued uh luke from jabba the hut and leia luke and leia together they were both at jabba's um there's a shot of them running through the stand a sandstorm to the falcon and a shot of the falcon sitting there in this sandstorm it was cool it was looked really cool um, I don't know why that guy, I mean, it didn't really lend so, anything. It was just them in the sand, but it just so looked cool. Apparently either Kent spelled, I don't know if that was a joke or a you joke know, Kent, or is it the aluminum, the aluminum falcon? falcon? You guys remember my robot chicken? What the hell is an aluminum falcon? Uh, aluminum, I got <laughs> the robot chicken reference. Okay. Oh, sorry. it's his panda bear. Oh, wait, he's crying. Uh, Fez, it says his favorite deleted scenes from Jedi was Luke building his new saber. I think that might have, Fez, we might have been talking about the same scene. Um, and the aluminum falcon. The what? What? Star Wars is a story told by the two main droids. Um, you know, the Japanese movie that it is taken from the two the droid characters are people in the Japanese movie, but that's okay. And it's kind of their narration, so that is sort of interesting. If you guys are interested in droids and stuff, I I gotta recommend um, again on YouTube. Go to YouTube and type in the tragedy of droids. The tragedy of droids. It's this whole like video thesis that these poor droids are not being treated well, and they are actually slaves. It's it's fascinating. Hi, Bill. How are you? Yes, Kent from Robot Chicken. <laughs> what the hell? Are the you know that's that's all well and good stuff, but again, I I. It takes away, you know, this film. I don't know what it does. It. it makes very cogent. It does, light. but I mean, we, this is okay. Star Wars, you don't dig into this the minutia, but of, now people do. Which it's is, I know, and it, to me, it it's ruins it because yeah. we we know it's space fantasy. It is really not science fiction. It's space fantasy because the science fantasy. never makes any sense in this in this uh, you know world. It, it never makes any sense. It's not about the science. It doesn't need to make sense. Nobody cares. It's just about the stories. And and it's so to me, when you start to guess, you're right. It could one could make the argument. But I don't want to. You, this thing is sacred. Don't be yes, touching it. Don't mess. Well, Star I mean, you can talk about it. But, but I mean, don't rip it apart and say, "Oh, they're promoting slavery because of the droids, oh. the slaves." And, 
It, it, no, it, just it let is. it go. It's another. Crazy. It's another galaxy in another time, far, far away. We can't <laughs> apply. We cannot apply our morality to this. <laughs> we we apply it to every other single thing that we I'm watch, and that's the whole reason of storytelling. Even if it is, they're droids. Okay. I mean, you know, they wipe oh, their memories yeah. all the time. So, I mean, they're to me, there's you know, it's just again, they're just another vehicle for the story. It's not. Nobody intends it to be. It's not Star Trek. It's not Star Trek. <laughs> Most rewound, rewatched Star Trek moments. The top three. I don't know if I agree with. Guardian slip. You said Star Trek. Oh, I'm sorry. Drink. Star Wars. Drink now. My bad. No, I'm not drinking that. There's a bug. I, there's something in it. There's a bug in it. It's just there's protein. There's something in it. I'm not gonna hurt you. Not it's drinking that. Uh, the most rewound or rewatched Star Wars moments, the stormtrooper bump, of course. We all know when the one coming out and he hits his head. Uh, Leia's gold bikini, yeah, I know. We all, I know you guys want to watch that 93 million times. And number one, I was really surprised at this one Vader's electrified skull. Remember at the end of Jedi when Vader's getting thrown down the shaft and there's lightning, and for a yeah. hot second, you can see like force a force lightning, skull. It's, called. it's called force lightning, whatever. So I, I want to, uh, Martin's mentioning that the, 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 the Kessel run comment, and this is one of those things that always gets debated. The and, they tried, and they tried. Well, Lucas, Lucas explains it. I, I think it's an after the fact explanation because I still I believe it was a mistake originally when it was written that they, they just, they didn't, it was a goof that parsec is a measure of distance, not time. Not time. Lucas's explanation is, because space is so difficult to navigate with supernovas, black holes, all this other stuff, that routes between stars can be difficult to, to, to become up with the most efficient navigation to those points. And that's why he's saying by, 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 by Han cutting it down to 12 parsecs as opposed to whatever the other record was, that he did it the fastest because he did it in the shortest. In the shortcut. Yeah. Which is what they, if you've seen Solo, they again tried to explain it where he took this weird shortcut that nobody would take that was very dangerous, but he did do it in 12 parsecs. So believe it or not, I'm not, I'm not saying one is right or wrong. I do originally believe that that was just an after the fact Lucas needed to explain it, but Let that it is go. the official George Lucas explanation for it. Let it go. Take it or care. leave it. I don't really care, but you know, that is, it is, uh, it, you know. So again, then then they they purposely tried to they tried to fix it in solo. Yeah, I I, I it never bothered me. Star Wars urban legends, uh, these things are kind of all over the place. Number one, I've only got four of them, five of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, oh, seven. I've got seven. Um, my, 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 Carrie Fisher's Coke Nail. If you guys haven't heard this one, Carrie, there's a shot of Carrie behind Harrison. She has her hand on his shoulder, and one of her nails is longer than the other. Uh, she was is very or was very open about her drug use and admitted to using drugs while on the set of Empire. Um, she has since said, no, that was not a coke. You know, that was just a bad manicure. Um, I'm, 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 I'm moving on. Uh, George Lucas planned everything from the beginning. No, no, he didn't. They, he's you know, he they've always said that he had. That's why it's episode. He had four. A rough I idea think he had I, what? He had a rough idea of like a few. Yeah, things. I think he but, had a rough idea of the original story, but clearly the fact that things didn't quite line up, even the in the first. Fact that he made the fact that he made Luke and Leia's brother and sister. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I don't think he That's the tip off that. right there. I think, in, I think that came later. Uh, I agree. Uh, um, I think there was 
yeah, I don't know. I it could be wrong. You, you know, and then George is never going to um, admit it no. either way. So, no. um, and we have to keep George away from it now because George. Kind of, but I'd like to keep Kathleen Kennedy away now. Too. That's another thing. What? Yeah, now Kathleen Kennedy can back it up. I mean, that's another thing. What do you guys think about Lucas's re-edits in the '90s, early '90s? Um, you know, I, I, Marsh I think most, first. I think Mars hope most hardcore fans are totally against it. We all know Han yeah. shot first, I but it goes beyond that. You know, it goes beyond that because they've added a lot of CGI, which wasn't great. Yeah. A lot of CGI like animals. Standards, it, was, like, it was, you know, um, to add more more things. And it, it just, I know that they say George never feels his films are finished. And he felt that this one got rushed at the end to make his air date, so to speak, his release date. But with the phenomenon it was to mess with it um, was just, to me, sacrilege. Yeah. You know, to screw with it. Thank yeah, God, like, you know, thank God, like Spielberg was involved with things like Indiana Jones and, you know, Raiders because George, even though it was a collaboration, George couldn't touch it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. A few I think he would have re edited, re re edited those movies. Oh, yeah, he absolutely would have. And it would have been all over the place. Yeah. yeah. A few more urban legends. Uh, Mark Hamill yells Carrie in the one shot. Uh, most yep. people say yes. Mark himself says no. Oh, it's pretty clear that she rails Carrie in the original yeah. cut. If you watch the original cut, they've 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 they over were. the years when they've re-edited it, it, it they've covered it. Um, yeah. But it's she does clearly say she he, he does say Carrie. Um, another religion. They were her. supposed to be yeah. There was supposed to be a Boba Fett toy that fired rockets. Yep, that I one is yeah. true. It was never a prototype was manufactured, but. A Battlestar Galactica toy that had little rockets proved to be a choking hazard and was taken off the market, so they took the Boba Fett toy off yep. the market. I know. All of our firing toys got ruined because of that, because some dumb kid choked himself. Because some dumb kid choked some himself. Kid. And last urban legend, Harrison wanted to kill Han off since the beginning. That one is true. Although I think he enjoyed it. I think he got to a point where he was like, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Even in even in the even in the in those in the current films, the the Force Awakens series, and they killed him off in the first uh, episode movie, if you will. Um, that was I don't know. That was a mistake. You, you just you, you should never kill off these these characters. These characters should never. You should never. Yeah, he, Harrison. Wasn't you sure should never see their death. In my yeah, opinion. Harrison wasn't sure if he was coming back, which is why Lucas put him in Carbonite. Right. Oh, you mean in the original trilogy? But yeah, I mean, that to me was the biggest one of the biggest cliffhangers of all time. Yeah, like, again, remember we had to wait. Think, it wasn't I like think Harrison Ford figured that wait, out like, three like, oh, years yeah. before we find out what happens. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, she's got the thermal yeah. detonator. Yeah, 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 whatever. Christopher LaRoche says Han shot first. Yes, he did. Of Chris. course he did. Yes, he did. Ken says, I had those BSG toys, but did you choke on the rockets, Ken? Yeah, I remember the Battlestar was, yeah, they would. But yeah, no, it's just like, it's like lawn darts, you know, somebody, it's idiot, like lawn darts. some idiot stabbed somebody with one and that was the end of that. Let me know, you guys, if you want to do unsolved Star Wars mysteries. I've got a few of those here for you. Um. But we really we've been talking about the original stuff, and I do want to talk about all of it. So I, I want to kind of move on. We we know the trilogies. So then we had the prequels, which were not met with very positive reviews. Yep. Um, I was we were very excited. It was what 1999, 98? We were all excited to see it. We were like, oh my god, we're, uh, we're excited to see a new Star Wars. Period. Remember, yeah. it had been again, oh well, over ten years. 
um, for the last time we saw anything. And so I, I, I was one of the first times I saw a movie at the midnight showing for the first pre-bought tickets. That was one of the first times I've ever bought a pre-bought a ticket for a movie. Um, waited the hours. Luckily it was in a mall. So the, it was indoors mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, people were hanging out. It was very, it was really fun. And it was one of these huge theaters that had like, like, I don't know, like 10 theaters. And, and were they all playing theaters. Star Wars? Every single one of them was playing Star Wars. So they had like, it was very easy to get, it was very easy A, to get a good seat and B, to, to get a ticket the first they place. Were there was, like, they were making bank that night. On that night. And like one place, some little taco place is the old, because it was right off the food court. One place stayed open because it was midnight and this wall closed at like nine or nine 30. And we're all sitting there and somebody's like, duh, stay open. They're going to want food at some point. <laughs> and sure enough, you know, everybody was going over to some smart man. So you see this thing. And what did you think? Initially I didn't, I liked it um, because it was just star Wars. It was just like, I don't, they could have put pretty much any piece of crap in front of me at that point, And I would have said, Oh, great. It's star Wars. <laughs> but uh, when it, when it kind of sunk, I mean, we all hated Jar Jar right from the get go. I mean, I mean, the him we I didn't did. like. Nobody likes Jar Jar. We all did. I mean, but uh, yeah, that it just it wasn't it wasn't a strong film overall, and it didn't have the same feel no. as the trilogy for whatever it reason. Didn't. His his filming style was different. Yes, so it lost something there. So we got through. Now when they got to Castan, it wasn't all those guys. When yeah. they got to Revenge of the Sith, I had actually seen Revenge of the Sith before it actually hit the theater because I had a somebody gave me a bootleg copy of of a, of a DVD that had like the time code running on it and everything, mm-hmm. and it would jump around like and back and forth. But so I saw the film before I saw it in the theater. But it was that is out of those three, it's clearly the best one. Um, but you know, I have the high ground. I yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I liked Palpatine. I like Ian McDermott. Yeah, I mean, I think Hayden Christensen. I I, originally I hated him as Anakin, but I've come to kind of change my um, feelings about that because I felt that it was the way he was directed and not the actor's fault. Yeah, it's how he was written. It was the lines so, he had to give. It yeah, and I think it just it just didn't come off as very plausible. Yeah. But like you said, when we, when we go and we do Clone Wars, which again takes place between um, uh, uh, the Clone War movie. And the start uh, of, yeah. the start of the actual TV show Clone Wars. takes Or, or t- takes place between Revenge and... Anyway... That the development of Anakin in that series is much better. Much better. You kind of see why he you like Anakin in that series, and you, yeah, you, you it breaks, like and him watching and you him fall breaks right. your heart. You see his, you see his struggle, why he yeah is struggling, where you didn't really get that feeling. Yeah, he just film. he was killing younglings, like, and you didn't like Panda Bear, Padamadam, Padamadame. There, you didn't like her either, because you were like, this guy just killed the yeah, he killed them. And then he killed the young and he's and he told her yeah, I killed, killed them. the Tusken Raiders and then the Tusken yeah, Raiders, yeah. children, women and children. And he tells her, and she's still like, Yeah, I'm still down. Okay. Yeah, that was a weird, I guess that's the love is blind thing. Yeah, love is blind. Um I don't know how I feel. And there was still know. kind of a weird age discrepancy because it was kind of weird. Yeah, it was really weird. In the first movie. It's just and how all. it works. Cause she was what thir- she wasn't only supposed to be like 13, 14, and he was like nine, ten. So I know, I know when the people get to become adults, it, it fits, but. And that's completely different when you're an adult. Yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. different universe, different values, I guess. I don't know. Here's the thing about those prequels. At the time we were like, eh. 
But then we saw the sequels and suddenly the prequels look genius. You know why? The prequels are all going to the one focal point. We need to tell Anakin's stories. The sequels were Ray, they were just like all right. We want to talk about we'll point. jump we'll jump to the sequels, which were just I'm sorry, the whole I call them the Force Awaken because that was the first one. We're just bad. Um another another JJ 14 and 9. Yeah, for us. Just terrible. Um JJ just yeah, he just Originally, when I first saw Force Awakens, I was like, oh, because we got he did get that feel back to some degree. Um, the wipe, she started he, using the wipe because he hit it the same movie beat for beat. That's but how he that was it. what drove. And even when I first saw it, I'm like, this is just the original movie, it's the original right? series warmed over. Yeah, it's so I'm like, and it, but I'm like, the thing that drove me crazy, which I guess they're trying to fix with, with uh, Mandalorian and stuff like that, is how we got from. And from Jedi, mm -hmm. you know, the Emperor dead, Death Star 2 blown yep, up. Yep, yep. To somehow new order another Death Star planet thing. He like, returns somehow. Apparently, the Republic is only like four planets or something. You know, it's like this that tiny little it, thing. Yeah. So I'm like, what what happened in this 20 yeah, years? That was years kind of a hot mess. It was just like it was like didn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. So, um, you know, and then it just it the next the sub the second movie I have so many issues with because I always say there's one glaring pop plot hole in that second movie. Remember the second movie, pretty much the whole movie they're being chased by this dreadnought star mm -hmm. destroyer, and the and they're just basically staying Is that ahead the of the holdo that does the holdo. So, so, so wait, so at the very end, so all the ships have been blown apart eventually, and there's one ship left. And they're like, okay, we're going to send everybody out in shuttles and we're going to turn the ship around and go light speed right into them and it'll destroy the ship. Yeah. Well, why didn't you just do that in the first, in the first place? place? Saved all the other ships. Oh, and suddenly we have a fuel issue. Didn't we suddenly have a fuel yeah, issue? Yeah, they only we had so never, much fuel. We never had but a fuel like, issue. But if, ever. But if you're, you're, if you're going to just, you should have just got everybody off the ship, take one of them, say, this is the one we're going to sacrifice, turn it around, boom, send it, send it and then they all would have got away. Bill why is why agreeing we wait? with you. Eight and, is where it went off the rails. Yeah, and I, and I and I and yeah, I just the whole thing was just bad. And then I love then Laura, then it, I love Laura Dern, but why is she an admiral always wearing a, a an evening gown? An evening gown. <laughs> Here's the thing: is I, it was supposed to be. How was it supposed to go? It was supposed to be seven was Harrison's going to be movie. Eight was going to be Mark's movie, and nine was going to be Carrie's movie. And unfortunately, Carrie died. I actually loved Mark, and that's the other thing I. I, I, I love. Don't like, I don't like. I don't I like. I loved that. I don't like what they did with with Luke's character. Didn't overall, like carry though. force like force swimming through space though. That was stupid. Okay, that was kind of dumb. But I don't. I don't like what they did with Luke's character. That he had this. I'm walking away because of his problems with Ben. Um, solo. Yeah, I kind of agree. With I that. don't like again. Luke was supposed to be our hero. We don't want to see him. And he just bailed as a weak him. figure. And, and I know he's, he's always human and he has his faults and all, but that's not, again, not what the story's about. They're hitting around at this school with Grogu. They're hitting around. We, we've seen Ahsoka. We've seen Luke at the school. We saw the backstory where Yoda Yoda just forced lightning to the school and blew it up. He's like, because yeah. he's like, Ray has everything she needs. He's so, like, there's yeah. something in there. I can't remember. Anyway, like, oh, yeah, those, those current films are just bad. And I, think so, I don't know. Gonna, yeah. We can all thank Kathleen Kennedy for that. They're a mess. They're, they're a mess. They're not Because then you look at, you look at something, you look at, you look at Rogue One. 
Excellent. Rogue, Rogue One was just Excellent. brilliant. Rogue One is the film that saved Star Wars, in my opinion. Agree. Um, Agree. I loved Rogue One. I saw that's Rogue One is the first film probably I've seen since the original Star Wars trilogy in the theater more than once. I actually saw it twice. In the theater. I saw it in the theater twice and I've watched it at least three times at home. I really like this film. I think it's a great film. I think it's a great pre-story to the, and I know, uh, I, I know the whole scene with Vader at the end where he's just kicking ass. And that was an 11th hour ad. I don't um, care. That's the Vader. We've no, always and, wanted. And, and we've, and like, we've had this conversation with Darren Doctor, and he hates it. Of course, Darren hates a lot of things, but he hates it because he thought, well, that wasn't Vader. I'm like, but, we don't know. We really didn't see Vader fight a lot. We saw Anakin. We knew Anakin yeah. was capable of. Yeah. So why? And then yeah, this time we see Vader, he's fighting. He's fighting Alec Guinness. Right. Because the thing with the thing with Vader was when we saw him originally, he was scary, as a, especially if you were a child. Yeah, he that was been scary. I, mean, I remember in school powerful. they would train us like you know, the firemen choking everybody. But I mean, yeah. But I mean, like when we were kids in school, I remember they're doing like fire safety and they're talking about how the firemen would have the air masks on and they would sound like Darth Vader and not be afraid of them. They're there to help you. And there was like a whole thing about that. Yes. So, and then Vader kind of got like a lot of, like a lot of big baddies. They kind of got milk watered down, you know what I'm saying? And, and they weren't as scary, but that scene, you're scared of Vader. You feel the the terror of that guy going. You know why these people are running from this man and why they're fighting. Yeah, absolutely. You should have been scared of him. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a really brilliant move. So then, so then you're talking about some of the other films we had solo. A lot of, again, solo, you you love it. You just like, I was okay with it. I didn't love it. I I didn't hate it. I know people are like, so I just think, um, you know, I think they did. Actually, I think that the standout was was Glover, as yeah, I agree, I Glover. Think he was yep. the standout there, um, as as uh, as Lando. Um, but overall, I didn't think it was a bad movie. I think Opie Cunningham, who eventually came in at the eleventh hour to read to direct, Opie it, Cunningham, and, yeah, he did a good job. Uh, Ron Howard, by the way, I call him Opie Cunningham. Yeah. Um, whose daughter, by the way, has since gone on to do all right. Who's also she's done stuff yeah. with Mandalorian, bunch of Mando, um, and I, I really feel like I think the movie would have been a disaster, and it's original cut um and then of course we had but we had some really great tv shows like we've talked about um which is clone wars and rebels clone wars i love bad um, batch bad batch is good so i love um, mando and you know i didn't love boba but it had its moments boba fett well i think i think the problem i think we had with boba fett those the, the the book of Boba Fett the tv show was we we were so we had two seasons of Mando that were epic. Yeah. And I think that the bar was so high. Oh God. Yes. Um, and I think we a mark because I think we've talked about this and agree the problem with book of Boba, he, there was way too much time spent on the backstory of how he got from when he got out of the Sarlacc pit to when he finally hooks up with, with, with Mando. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just think that was, there was too much there. They could have done that in like an episode. You know what I'm saying? Just oh, I could an episode, and then we're we didn't need to hear the more. Tuscan Raider backstory. Yeah, it was well a little bit it, just to get. I don't like, know. How, I know it really shaped think, him as a character. Like, but I think it did. I think that's what it was. I think it did change him from being very ruthless and self-centered to being more. It softened him a little bit. It so made him realize that you know, hurt. He doesn't need to hurt people, and 
I think it was important to learn it, but I don't think it needed to be like four or five episodes. Yeah. One or two at the what most. Was the two that Mandalorian. Was- yeah, Martin, they were two Mandalorian episodes just crammed right there. Right, and then they stuck two Mando episodes in there. So just like- going back to Mando super quick, end of Mando season two, I, I will maintain this until someone tops it, but no one's ever going to top this. Mandalorian la- season finale, season two, single greatest secret kept in television, single greatest cameo in all of television history ever. You can't change my mind. Yeah, it was definitely epic, and I didn't see it coming. I, I was screaming. It's kind of like we saw the X-Wing, and I'm like, no, it's just And Soka, then you see the gloved hand. And, and my wife green. was going, no, it's going to be Luke. It's going to be Luke. I'm like, no, they're not no, going to do that. I mean, Luke. And she was right. And then, it was, of and course, then you see the like, green lightsaber, and you're just like. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, he's just totally. And, it, and again, that's the Luke we wanted to see. Not, yes! not the Luke from, yes! from The Force Awakens. We wanted to see Luke kicking we ass. We wanted to see Luke doing it. Yeah, and being yeah, a good yeah. guy and just doing Luke things. Um, so, yeah, it's just. Uh, All right. So, so, yeah. Oh, Super sorry. fast. Um, I'm going to fly through these Star Wars mysteries. If you know the answers, tell me because I don't. Anakin's Immaculate Conception. What was up with that? What can Force Ghosts do or not do? That seems to well, be we, we, haven't, we haven't even touched the Metachlorian. And we haven't touched Metachlorians. What is Yoda's species? They've never told us that. We've had Grogu now. We need similar. to know. I don't think we need to know at this point. We probably don't at this point. It's another, we know that there's literally an unlimited amount of different yes. aliens in this universe. He's just yes. another one. He's just another one. What was the point of the prophecy, the one who'd bring balance to the forest? What was the point of that? Well, because- again, they tried to explain that in Clone Wars. Um, Remember, there was a whole episode about that. Oh like, yeah, with the brother like and the sister and the father. Yeah. Like there's a whole force god people whatever thing going on. Yeah. Um, All right, two more. A weird. Yeah, two more. Uh, how did Maz? Remember Maz? How did Maz get Luke's saber to give it to Ray? I don't know. I don't know if they ever and, explained that because I don't think they ever explained it. And finally, the greatest Star Wars mystery. You remember when Luke's like Leia? I, I think we're you're my sister, and she's like, I knew somehow. I always knew. No, you didn't. You were didn't. necking with him last episode. Well, it wasn't really necking. You were making it out. I saw you. Yeah, you were like two horny teenagers. Come on. We weren't really necking. You didn't know. Bullshit. You knew. You always knew. Well, again, you know how they didn't know. That's just bad writing. We all know the Alan Dean Foster book, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which is a great book, and I still recommend reading it. Luke and Leah kind of hook up in that. I mean, there's clearly a, a love interest going on in that book. Oh. That was that came out after incest. Star Wars before oh, Empire. Deleted scenes, guys. There was a whole bunch more incest. There's a whole bunch deleted from Empire of Luke and Leah getting it on and making out and doing stuff, and they cut it all out. Well, I mean, again, we all know that that was, but it works. We know the story. Yeah. The story has some. Some hitches to it that don't really line this would up be perfectly. The most but they, perfect storytelling ever if they hadn't done that. That's like the one mar, like the one blemish. So you're saying that they should have made Luke and Leah just as lovers and not? No, 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 no. No, I wish that Lucas had not made the mistake of making them lovers and then deciding oh, okay. later to make them siblings. I wish he'd either. I'm okay with him initially, but I'm okay with him initially seeing her and she's attractive and going, we got to go help her and not. And then, but it would have made more sense. You're right. After they met that they realized that something's kind of amiss. 
Yeah. Because because of the force connection. Because the force yeah, they actually should have like, given them, even though they weren't trained, they should they know you somehow. Yeah, like, that's yeah. all I needed. You know, just one line. It's arguable, but it's all water under the bridge at this point. And guys, I love I don't care. I mm. I love Star Wars, all of it with my whole heart. When you when you play that trailer at the beginning, I like literally all of us, right? We all wanted to just keep watching. We all would have kept watching, wouldn't we have? And Absolutely. said the lines along with them. Yep, I can repeat that. And again, I had the I had the the, the LP, the story of Star Wars, had all three. Yes, we had the album, which I wore out my copy. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish I could probably find it. It's like literally there was the insert with all the pictures, and I looked the at it so much. I stapled it back together with staples so that you wouldn't because it was literally falling apart. So um yeah. And it's just uh it's funny because it was such a huge part of my life for so many years. Um it still is in a lot of ways, but I mean well, it's still there. You were a kid that that's all you lived and breathed was Star Wars. When we were little kids, we played Star Wars. We went off a recess. Yeah. What were we playing? We played Star Wars. Yep, yep. It was nothing else. It was nothing else. Literally nothing else. And, to do. You know, collector cards and trading cards and all. It was sit and spin, light bright, or Star Wars. Those were your choices. Yeah, it was just pretty much there was nothing else. I mean, yeah, you just probably yeah, probably the most probably of any single franchise the most toys I have. I have just about everything. Oh, I've yeah, ever. everyone had Star Wars, million Star Wars clay, which are all yeah. worth money now. Most of it's funny because most of my most yeah, of my figures are actually from Empire. Right? Yeah, I mean I have those, but I have most of the ones I have are from Empire, so I have a ton of Hoth stuff. Luke. I got Obi Wan. Where's he? Here's Obi Wan. All mine are, are down. We all had these. Yep, and... with the little lightsaber that came out of his hand. Yes, that's exactly. We all what know it. the story about how Kenner couldn't produce them in time for Christmas. So they these guys, I don't, I don't. They know gave the certificate, the promise. Yeah, that's a Hoth guy. I have a bunch of those. Is this Luke Hoth or just rando? Some random. Uh, I think that's random Hoth because Luke's was white. Luke has a white vest. Oh, I got one more. Hang on. One more. This little. This one. R2-D2. I guess it's R2. I can't tell. So, anyway, it is after 8 o'clock. Uh, we could just go on and on and on. And we like, that hour went so fast. It's like, and we didn't, we didn't have any plan. If you want more Star Wars, guys, tomorrow night, Thursday night, May 25th, Roy's Tie-Dye Sci-Fi Corner will also be taking a look back. Another retrospective. Get your Star Wars fix tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, Phil has, he might be doing tomorrow night the international hour, <laughs> Global Rhythms, at 8 p.m. He has his usually fr usual Friday night freeform, Friday night, uh, it's either 8 to 12 or 9 to 12. And then next Friday, a week from Friday, Friday, June 2, Rizzo and I will be joining Captain Phil on Friday night freeform with some other guests to talk about Picard, we're gonna pick apart Picard because picking, we're picking, or we'll love on it. I don't know. Which. Oh, and, and cool. I don't know if we can we talk about that. We're gonna they're gonna trek on the road of the five twenty five. Uh, you know, I hadn't announced that yet. I'm trying to get it on, but yeah, let's make it. No, no, no. World premiere, big announcement. Break. What's the word? Uh, what do you when you break news? <laughs> I just know how to break wind. <laughs> Breaking news, you're going to hear it here first. World premiere. We will be showing 52577 
at Trek Conderoga this year by special permission of Patrick Reed Johnson. I am so excited. I'll be really excited if he can make it, but he's going to try. But I don't, yeah, I don't know if he can. Be great. We haven't heard if he can come, but if we haven't he can heard. Come, of course, we're going to have a talk afterwards. We're going to have yeah. a talk afterwards everywhere. We're going to have a talk either way. If he doesn't come, you're going to be, be talking. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it's, if you haven't seen the film, of course, go see it or or rent it. Um, I think I think it's. You yeah, haven't. We've already gone. We talked about it. Roy has talked about it. It's Phil very. Yeah, it's a great. It's it. a great tribute. Go see this movie. And, yeah, it's it's still available on Prime. I think it's Showtime. This showing it occasionally. If you have Showtime, so it's it's around. Um, so it's really good. All right. Uh, I don't know what we're doing next week as usual. Nope, we have no so idea. So we'll have to come up with something. Um, yeah. So until then, uh, guys, enjoy your, your Orthodox holiday of Star Wars. The original. I hope the Star Wars, Wars fairy brings you a Millennium Falcon under the. <laughs> An aluminum falcon. An aluminum falcon. An aluminum falcon. <laughs> under your Death oh, Star. I, I never, I never got the big Kenner one that the figures fit in. I never had that. I wish I did, but I had some of the spaceships. I had Vader's. Oh, that's right. They were big. There was a, it was a Death Star and you could open it. Was it a Millennium There was a Death Star. It was like a section of it. Yeah. yeah. It, had the, it had the, uh. You could open it and you could put all these guys inside. Yeah. Right? You could put yeah. them inside and it had the little, it had the crusher thing, the garbage smasher and, and stuff like that. And the little cannon. Name a more classic duo. I'll wait. Yes. Well, they were definitely, definitely iconic. And I kind of like the way he kind of, at least in the prequels, kind of kept, they were the only ones that were like in every film. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony. Well, I mean, what's just the characters were like in every film. You know, Guys, what's so, Anthony's last name? He was in every film. Yeah, so... Anthony Daniels. Daniels, thank you. Thank you so. All right, guys. On that note, I will say good night. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, of course, live long and prosper. And of course, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Thanks.